Hi out there. I'm Pat Hall, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. Each week, we interview someone from the visual arts or the performing arts, and our mission on Artbeat Northwest is to promote the arts in our area, and we are a nonprofit with ads donated to the Bellevue Arts Museum and Pratt Fine Arts Center in Seattle. And this week, we're talking about Handmade Showroom with Marlo Miyashiro, and she is the owner and creator of Handmade Showroom. Welcome to the show, Marlo. Hi, Pat. We're so happy you could come in. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Stay tuned to Artbeat Northwest. We'll be right back to talk more about Handmade Showroom on KKNW 1150. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Through March 24th, see Dylan Newworth, Omnia. Newworth is a contemporary artist working with light, space, and interactive technologies. The exhibition traces a metaphorical life cycle from the cosmic to the personal, including work in video, performance, sculpture, and neon. The museum's fifth Biennial, BAM Biennial 2018, BAM Glass-tastic, will be on view from November 9th through April 14th. This juried exhibition showcases the best work in glass from 48 established and emerging Northwest artists, craftspeople, and designers. For more information, visit BellevueArts.org. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking about Handmade Showroom with Marlo Miyashiro, owner and creator. And Marlo, tell us what is Handmade Showroom? Yeah, so we are known as the Handmade Showroom, actually. Um, we, we are a, um, a store that is located at Pacific Place currently. Um, we started in about 2015. At the end of 2015, we became a full-time store after being a pop-up for a few months. Um, that transitioned into just a full-time tenancy over at Pacific Place on the third floor for a couple years. And um, just recently, um, in August, actually, of 2018, we moved to the first floor to a, a pretty large space there on the right next to Kate Spade. At Pacific Place. So we carry the work of over 100 artists from all over the Pacific Northwest area. Now, what made you want to start this handmade showroom? Yeah. I mean, here, this is your creation. Is this something <laughs> you'd thought about for a long time or how did that work? Because you haven't been in business for that long, just like four years? Yeah. So the, the handmade showroom is a little over three years old. And, um, but the the whole thing about owning a store has been kind of literally a lifelong dream of mine. I ah. actually remember putting price tags on things in my room uh, <laughs> and making my mom come oh, and shop in my store. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little uh, bench to like an electronic organ that had, if you flipped over the top, it had little compartments in it. So that was my cash register. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then in like, grade school, I would uh, make jewelry, beaded jewelry, because um, my mom was doing it too. 
and she made me a little portfolio and I would sell the jewelry to my classmates for their lunch money. (laughs) So I'm kind of a, you know, entrepreneur from birth. So, and you're still a jeweler too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think eventually I needed to um, sort of fill out my class curriculum when I was going to college. So I decided to take a jewelry class and um, really fell in love with working with sterling silver. So I did that from about 1993 for about 12 years after that. And I had a, a line, Marla M. Jewelry Design, and uh, sold it to over 200 stores all over the country and did trade shows and really had a good time learning how to run a small business. Ah. Yeah. So, but you didn't have a store like you had today. Now, um, how did you really get started with this, though? <laughs> I mean, you know, how did you contact all the artists? Get I mean, what a job you had to yeah. do, and why did you decide on the kind of store you did? Right. Well, in about 2007, I actually started organizing what was then known as the, the local Seattle street team. Um, and it was basically, Etsy kind of started this program where local groups of artists could get together um, and have sort of a hub on Etsy. So uh, we started a group um, that we eventually called Etsy Rain. And um, are there still groups like that? On there Etsy? are. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's still teams. What? They call them teams now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I, I ran that for about 10 years with the help of um, a lot of people and leadership team. Um, and we created this amazing group of people. So kind of toward the end, while while things were sort of winding down, we were doing craft shows with about 100 artists and um, doing them once or twice a year. Um, So that's really how I met a lot of the artists that I know. Okay, so you really had a lot of contacts in these areas before you started. Well, that makes sense. That that must have made it (laughs) a lot easier to get everyone together once you decided to do a store. Yeah, I mean, I think... Being able to have the experience of curating um, a craft show like that, you know, definitely made it a lot easier. Um, and I had, you know, a lot of amazing artists who were willing to trust me uh, when I started this whole thing and, and give me their things. I mean, when we first started, it was in the summer and it was just on the weekends. Um, ah. The plan was to change out the artists every week, which ultimately didn't happen because <laughs> that was too much work. But um, but we really started with 35 artists, and those were our core artists who really helped That's it get going. That's a lot to start with, though. Yeah, really. it, was, it was good. I guess I saw it as a small number because I was used to building these 100 artist shows kind of thing. Right. But, um, yeah, it was, it was an interesting sort of transition going from that weekend kind of pop-up feeling to an every single day you know, having to hire employees on top of that and and eventually opening up cause, uh, the space. Because when we started at Pacific Place, um, we originally had um, a 2,400-square-foot space, which at the very, very beginning we cut in half so we could manage oh, the okay. space. So you really operated out of 1,200 yeah, square feet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, even then with 35 artists, it just felt very sparse, you know, but... Um, we built it up over time, and um, and I say we, you know, my friend Casey Clavedo, she helped me sort of start the whole thing. She did a lot of the decor and, you know, helped curate the collection and things. Um, 
And eventually we opened up the space to include the full uh, 2,400 square feet. Um, and, and we got more artists. We got more artists. We had a tiny art gallery in there for a little while, but oh. we needed to reclaim the space for product. And <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing, though. Yeah, it was. Store. It was really good. <laughs> Eventually, we got up to um, just around a hundred artists when we were told that we needed to leave that space, um, and that was in the summer of 2018. They um, offered us. A larger space, so 3,700 square feet. That is a lot of square feet. It was, yeah, it was intimidating but exciting at the same time because all I could think of was, great, we could show more artists, you know. So, um, And you probably had a whole bunch on your list that wanted to be there, Yeah, yeah. There's always, I mean, there's so many creative people, just in Seattle alone, but, you know, definitely from all over the greater Pacific Northwest, which is what we have been concentrating on. Um, so when we had to move and they gave us this opportunity to go into a larger space, you know, I was just, okay, why not? You know, let's Mm -hmm. just see how it goes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so you expanded into the larger space. We did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We have, um, photos on our website right now at thehamhowroom.com and it really kind of shows the transition between the, the different spaces that we have and, um, yeah, we filled it out quite nicely, actually. It was the the thing that is um, the most amazing is that we actually didn't have to buy one piece of extra furniture. Whatever we did in the 2,400 square foot space, we expanded and just gave everything a little more breathing room. Oh. And it just worked. You know, every little thing about it was perfect. <laughs> so... Giving a little more space to each art probably mm-hmm. focused on it yeah. a little better. Exactly, That's exactly. We heard great. really great feedback from our customers in that way that they really, really loved not only having us at Pacific Place because having um, a collection of really well-made, handmade work um, next to places like Kate Spade and Coach and Tiffany and things like that, right. you know, is, is kind of surprising, um, but it's... You know, having the support of the people who live in town, you know, and their appreciation for these wonderfully made things and understanding that every purchase makes such a big difference in an artist's life, you know. And they're all, mm -hmm. you know, individual pieces made Mm -hmm. by local artists. Yes. It's not something that, you know, is mass produced none mm-hmm. of it is yeah and exactly. people really do like that don't yeah, you think? yeah yeah because i think um on a lot of levels everybody's tried to make something at some point in their lives and they understand how difficult it can be you know yeah. and to imagine taking you know the one thing you made at a craft class and then making that a hundred thousand mm-hmm. times over you know is is pretty amazing so it's nice to ha- kind of have a place where we gather all of what we would consider the best um, in one place. So why don't you talk about some of the categories of things that you uh, have in your store? Um, I noticed on the internet on those pictures that you just have a lot of different kinds of of (laughs) creative, special uh, things for sale. Right, exactly. I mean, we kind of, we... We call ourselves a gift store because essentially ah. that's what we are. And so in that, we created um, a really wide range of product categories 
everything from jewelry to kids stuff. Um, we do really well with a few lines of t-shirt, locally made t-shirts. With wonderful creative things. Yeah. And and also yeah. the really nice, uh, subtle colors and yeah. things. Yeah, that, and really soft very appealing. t-shirts. Oh, they're really soft. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't tell that. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> yeah they're, that's great. they're all really good. I mean, um, what else do we have? We've got um, purses and bath and body products, cards, um, just a really huge range of I things. Kind of something for everybody. I saw a lot of toys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Handmade toys mm-hmm. like um, uh, carved out of wood yeah. and different other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, even your array of local dish towels. Right. <laughs> or something I would want in my kitchen, right. you know? Exactly. You exactly. Know? Um, so you just have so many categories that. Um, it's uh, hard to talk about all of them. There's a lot of, for example, I'm always looking for just unusual, unique coffee cups. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. where do you, what do you have? You right. have unusual, unique coffee cups, of yeah. course, made locally, <laughs> and uh, and other pottery. Yeah, that is, and it's all very high quality. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we definitely are very choosy about the things that we bring in. So um, how do you curate everything? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, well, we started with the first 35, which I knew that their quality was really high. Their standards um, for um, the quality that they have um, are all really high. And um, bringing on additional things, it was more of a we tried to think of what the categories um, that we wanted to represent and okay. maybe keeping, you know, maybe two or three within those categories, depending, um, and making sure that they're all quite different from one another. So um, that narrows things down quite a bit. Um, but the main thing that we look for is um, is the, the quality of the items, the, um, the, that the prices match that quality, uh-huh. um, and that um, there is a, a sense of professionalism around the whole brand. Uh-huh. Uh, because we do have to rely on these artists to continually produce things and restock us whenever um, their work sells. So, so you want to make sure it's someone who can, yeah, <laughs> restock yeah. you isn't going to do w- one thing and then that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. That but, that's kind of a really big challenge for a lot of artists, especially artists that are starting out. Uh-huh. Um, we do have um, a few artists who have never been in stores before. And they oh, are really? learning through the process um, to um, kind of manage their time, create things regularly. And um, I don't know. I, I have a, a really big place in my life for helping artists start and run their businesses. I mean, I, I do consulting, small business consulting for artists oh. as well. Um, so and, you really, it mm-hmm. sounds like you've really gotten a lot of people started <laughs> with, you know, really uh, having a chance to sell some of their wonderful creations. And, of course, that's always, you know, wonderful yeah, for the artist. It feels really good, you know. Uh, I've always that wanted somebody, to That somebody, you yeah. know, likes their things well enough to buy them, <laughs> you know, that's, that's uh, a good thing. Yeah, I think that's a really big deal, you know, it, it that feeling of, 
you know, wow, somebody other than, you know, my mom likes my things, you know, and it, it really is kind of a neat transition for artists when they get there. Yeah. But it must be kind of hard to say no to people who really don't quite meet your criteria. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah, it it's hard because I have a belief that there's a market for everything. Um, but I also have to be really, really focused on the collections that we carry, um, that they have to have a good fit and a good flow, um, and that the quality all matches one another. That way, when the customer comes in, and we get this comment quite often, um, that everything in the store is really well done. Yeah. You know, there yeah. we don't have one thing that is like, oh, that doesn't really fit in here you know everything really kind of flows together so having to keep that in mind you know some things just are not a good fit you know even if it's really really well done and really you know very professional and all of it checks off all the boxes you know sometimes just the style or you know the kind of um, the things that they're doing just doesn't fit with the the customer that we're selling to right now you know so you find out what sells? <laughs> Is it been kind of surprising to you uh, what things are more uh, appealing to customers? You know, I, I think the biggest surprise, um, I guess being a jeweler, I, I knew that jewelry was a big seller. So we do very well with jewelry. But our top category consistently is T-shirts. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Yeah, we, have, we basically have, uh, I think it's four T-shirt designers, Factory 43, Namu, Uzura and Slow Loris. Those are the, the lines that we carry right now. And um, they're all consistently in our top 10, you know. And I, I think it's because it's just not easy to find clever T-shirts out there that, you know, don't say Seattle on it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> clever T-shirts that are well-designed, artistically designed. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of yours look kind of subtle in a way and mm-hmm. yet say something very, right. you know, yeah, you know, wake yeah. you up. <laughs> yeah. And T-shirts are very giftable, too. Yeah. You know, I think that helps a lot as well. So, oh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> One would think that that would not be your first yeah. uh, category. But, yeah. uh, I mean, that's probably, you know, something, you know, people wear, they yeah. gift, they, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess that's rather logical. <laughs> But it is already time for a break. And we've been here talking about Handmade Showroom. That's in Pacific Place, downtown Seattle. And uh, we'll be right back with more on Artbeat Northwest. Support for Artbeat Northwest with Pat Polly comes from Pratt Fine Arts Center, offering year-round classes for youth, teens, and adults. Located in the central area, Pratt is the only facility in the Northwest where absolute beginners and established professional artists work side-by-side creating art in glass, metal, stone and wood sculpture, jewelry and metalsmithing, painting, drawing, printmaking and mixed media. Learn more and register for classes at Pratt.org. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Art B Northwest. We're talking about the handmade showroom. And I want to say the handmade showroom because their website is thehandmadeshowroom.com. Starts with a T. <laughs> and so you want to go there because there are so many pictures 
showing their wonderful quality goods. And, of course, Marlo Mayashiro, owner, is here to talk with us. So, um, now, talking about your website, Mm -hmm. do you have any items on your website for sale, or do you plan to do that, or... Is that in your future? I know Seattle is gets to be a little hard to get into downtown <laughs> lately. So it might be a good idea, but what's your thought? Yeah, so um, we have a lot of transitions coming up um, due to an impending move. Um, we uh, just found out um, in December, December 10th precisely, that uh, we actually have to leave our beautiful space um, in oh, place. first floor, right in the yeah. front there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's darn. A, it's so <laughs> it's so wonderful, and you know, it was kind of the whole culmination of my dreams come true. It was very much exactly what I wanted. Oh, if you just had a five year lease, <laughs> I know. Yeah, but you know, the the Pacific places they're going through a really big um, renovation right now, and so the it's, construction going to be really nice there. It is. It's going to be beautiful. I mean, it's going to be a three stories of glass. Right on the corner of Olive and Seventh, you know, pointing right at uh, South Lake Union. Um, so, you know, when all is said and done, it's going to be a really great place to be. But unfortunately, the space we're in is right next to the main construction. So oh, we have to leave that space. Um, we're trying to work it out with them so that we can uh, stay in the building, which we're pretty close to trying to think of something. Um but uh, we're also, at the same time, we're looking for uh, a large enough space to, to house all of our artists um, somewhere in the city. Um, but so in the meantime, we're definitely working on uh, developing our online store. We were hoping to have sort of January, February to kind of leisurely work on it. But now we're going to be moving and working on the website at the same time. Um, as well as uh, working on a, a full rebrand of our um, brand identity um, with a professional graphic designer because it's something so I wanted to do. So how are you going to gonna change your brand identity? Yeah, so, I mean, we, we've we had a really great logo that was made by my friend Ke- Kelly Affleck um, when we first started, and it's essentially a paint swatch that's kind of rolled across, and it says the Handmade Showroom, and it was meant to be a very temporary because we were a pop-up, um, and it as it transitioned into this long-term full-time thing, it's starting not to fit with what we want to do ultimately, which is uh, Elevate Handmade. Okay, let's talk about your mission. Yeah. Um, Now, Elevate Handmade, what do you mean by that? Yeah, so, you know, on Instagram, there's hashtags and all of that stuff. Um, I was kind of thinking about, you know, my, my ultimate dream is to have people who shop at shopping malls, um, especially in the higher end malls where, you know, all of these um, high end luxury brand names are. Um, Which is the kind of mall you're in now. Yeah, exactly. And um, to bring this quality handmade work and the name handmade uh, to these customers and sort of prove to them that handmade can mean quality that it is finally, it can be finally done, and that handmade doesn't necessarily equal homemade, you know, or really crafty, crafty. So Yes, yes. I yeah. know exactly what you're talking right. about. I yeah. hope the listeners do, too. <laughs> but handmade can be wonderfully made, mm-hmm. and you've curated mm-hmm. uh, the things that you handle in your store uh, so that the assortment is 
uniquely very high quality. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you're reaching for, elevating handmade Mm -hmm. to mean high quality items individually crafted. Exactly, exactly. Uh, And creatively crafted. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I saw a lot of creativity in things I actually hadn't seen before uh, in your store. It's amazing what the artists will come up with. I mean, just they're consistently surprising and wonderful. And all of them are really fantastic to work with as well. So, you know, it's the kind of business model that, you know, everyone wants to see survive. You know, the small business supporting other small businesses you know, that kind of a thing. So um, we've had amazing support from our customers. Um, You know, hopefully when we get the online store going, we'll have um, support from customers from all over the country. So, you know. So you have customers that come in uh, regularly Mm -hmm. to see what, do you change your stock quite a bit in the store? Uh, Rotate your stock or how does that work? Yeah, well, most of the, the new stock that happens are new designs that our artists create. So, Ah, you know, we encourage our artists to continue to be very creative and to try out new things, you know, in the store um, so that, you know, we can expand our offering and things like that. Um, And that makes it more interesting to your regular customers, too. Yeah. So, uh, and actually more interesting to the artists because don't (laughs) they want to not make the same thing again? Yeah. Keep creating. Yeah. Keep using their creative juices. Right. Exactly. And then the customers are looking for that, too. Mm-hmm. So it's a wonderful situation yeah. for both. Yeah. But we are already running out of time. Okay. Thank you so much, Marla, for coming in to talk with us. Why don't you give us your email again with the the on it? <laughs> well, our website is at thehandmadeshowroom.com. And um, we have a full list of our artists on the website, so you can always check them out individually. Um, We have the belief that the more successful our artists are, the longer we get to buy things from them. So um, we share their information freely on our website. Oh, wonderful. So that really promotes the artists, too. That's wonderful. Okay, so Handmade Showroom in downtown Seattle, Pacific Place. And uh, we'll look for you at your new location. Yeah, hopefully um, we'll know something about that by the end of this week. And um, people can always sign up for our newsletter on our website um, because we're going to send out information to our newsletter as soon as we know anything. And why don't you give the website one more time? It's thehandmadeshowroom.com. Thehandmadeshowroom.com. <laughs> okay. It's worth the while to get there and see the artistic and imaginatively designed and local items for sale and be sure to listen in every tuesday at 5 p.m drive time for art beat northwest for news and views on the local art scene i'm pat polly signing off on alternative talk 1150 have a great creative week